0: Rutherford Issues with Brian Barrett on News Radio WGNS, FM 100.5, FM 101.9, AM 1450, online and on your phone at WGNSradio.com.
1: On today's Rutherford Issues, we are talking with our friends from the Child Advocacy Center. Sharon DeBoer and Katie Enzer are with us here today, and we've got a lot to talk about. Uh, Miss Sharon, how are you doing?
0: Good morning. Doing great.
1: Good to see you. the
0: snow last week.
1: Yeah man I tell you it was nice and then it wasn't nice. So
0: (laughs) it was nice and then you wanted to try to go somewhere. (laughs)
1: Uh, Yes absolutely. Boy everybody seemed to do that on Saturday afternoon and evening. That's that's for sure. It was busy. Uh, Miss Katie you doing well?
2: So good today Brian. Thanks so much for having us.
1: You bet. You bet. Um, Like I said a lot to uh, to talk about and Uh, Sharon, everybody's thinking about spring now and, and and the hometown heroes walk for children is going to be a pretty special thing. And I think people will be ready to break out and, and get out and enjoy some warm weather. Won't they?
0: We agree with that. We think it's going to be a wonderful event this year, especially since we've all been cooped up all winter
1: right exactly for
0: about a year now (laughs)
1: that's that that is that is uh the truth here so katie got to give us uh, an idea on the details i know we kind of um foreshadowed some coming changes and and uh, information about it uh last month any uh details that have been nailed down here of late
2: Well, as everything has been the last year, you know it is it is something we want to make sure we keep a close eye on as uh, the COVID vaccines continue to be distributed and of course the community is um, still taking very big precautions so we're keeping our eye on it Um, we still are planning our hometown hero walk for children event uh, this spring to celebrate child abuse prevention month this is going to be our sixth annual hometown hero walk so um, you know it's such a wonderful event for the community members sponsors local businesses and organizations to show their support in walking for for child abuse um, and for, of course, the prevention and the awareness is always good too. So we're just, we're really excited about uh, putting this out on April the 30th is the, the day that we have picked. And it's, it's going to be, of course, to just recap the entire month of April.
1: Now, um, I know we discussed that there would be some opportunities for those who maybe didn't want to gather in person and and that kind of thing with this. And uh, there are still some details to be worked out about, um, you know, uh, a meeting spot and things of that nature. Has all that been uh, finalized?
0: Absolutely. We are really looking at this event closely this year. We're watching the vaccination rates. We're watching the COVID-19 rates. And we're excited to see that the COVID-19 rates are going down. You know, Mm. that's welcome news in this community. I think that um, we will have lots of opportunities for people who have been vaccinated and feel safe or have had COVID-19 already and feel safe to come out and walk. And for people who still do not feel safe to do that, we're going to do some things virtually with this walk. The board is going to officially vote on uh, at the last board meeting in march and then we will announce something to you all for sure at the beginning of april of exactly what we're going to do and what it's going to look like but we are planning for an event that people can attend in person and that people can attend virtually either by walking in their neighborhood or by uh, watching the event either on zoom or uh, maybe facebook live we're still working out all these details
1: yeah, that'll be uh, that'll be great, and I'm I'm assuming Sharon that March gives you the opportunity at your board meeting to get as close to the date as possible and make a decision at that point and be able to take in all of the information about COVID data and vaccination rates and th- and such.
0: Absolutely, and April is Child Abuse Prevention Month, so we really didn't want to move this event out of April because of the significance to us.
1: All right. Uh, Sharon DeBoer, Katie Enzer joining us today, Hometown Heroes Walk for Children, kind of uh, uh, our subject matter to talk about here today. And uh, Katie, I know that this event is uh, one that we still have the opportunity for folks to uh, participate in in terms of sponsorships and things too, right?
2: Yes, absolutely. Um, we have been lucky to have uh, a David Price Foundation Um project one 4 who's been our presenting sponsor for the last six years. They have already committed and we're just so thankful to have them on board again this year. Um, we're still looking for quite a few opportunities that are still available. Um, and you'll have until um, at least April 16th was when we're cutting off the, uh, the deadline to make sure we can get all of your event logos or any of your businesses um, that you'd like to have listed in all of our media you know, we'd like to go ahead and have those in. And, you know, there's just so many opportunities now, since we're doing a lot more virtually that we can get the word out of our great sponsors.
1: You know, the I, I have a feeling, and Katie, you kind of deal with this all the time, but these um, hybrid models of events, you know, after we get past all this COVID, it still offers an opportunity to reach an audience that, may not have the ability to come out during that time or or leave work during that time, but can watch virtually. I I think some of this is probably going to stay around for a while.
0: We're hoping that it does, because I think there are people who would like to participate that maybe don't want to come down to downtown and walk to the Child Advocacy Center, but might walk in their neighborhood or might support the event by watching it at their desk at lunchtime. Mm -hmm. So we're hoping some of this stays.
1: Uh, Project 14 and uh, a David Price Foundation has, has been with you for many years, I don't maybe since the beginning. I don't know, Sharon, can you uh, elaborate yes, on that? They've been
0: with us since the duck race. They've been very supportive. I think their mission is to make our community a better place for children and youth, and they really go above and beyond trying to do that. And his parents are just outstanding people that are just wonderful to work with.
1: Um, let's see. Um, wanted to ask too about, um, Katie, I know that t-shirts are, are off. They're kind of the, uh, the big thing during this event. Everybody wants one of those cool t-shirts. Uh, you still doing those this year?
2: yes brian we certainly are and you can pre-order those on our website um, at cacrutherford.org in the events page um, and you can just go online or on our facebook page we have an event page uh, there that you can click and go ahead and sign in your t-shirt and and um, we can go ahead and put you on on the the logo we can have we can go ahead and put that in there for you so we're, we're really excited to be able to have this again register online I, um, thing that we haven't had in the past, so it's becoming a little bit easier for everybody.
1: Yeah, the the online stuff is is uh, working out pretty good there as well. Sharon, I did want to talk with you about this um, because you've been around since the beginning, and uh, in terms of the uh, the hometown heroes walk for children, and it's Katie mentioned it's the sixth annual uh, event. So. How did it start? I mean, why a walk, why a walk for children? I understand April and, and the reasoning for that, but how did all that get started?
0: It started when Andrea Conte was the first lady of Tennessee and she did Andrea walks for Tennessee's children and she walked from Memphis to Bristol. She walked across the entire state of Tennessee and she was a big supporter of children, particularly child abuse victims. And I think that she really got the word out in the state about the plight of children who are being physically and sexually abused. And she did that by hosting the walk. And I think, I guess we hosted it for five or six years. It was a wonderful event. Well, then we started doing the duck race and we loved racing those ducks. That was so much fun. Uh, but when we decided to stop racing ducks, then we said, what are we going to do? And we had just really enjoyed that walk. It was such a nice afternoon, you know, to get out and the Child Protective Investigative team members come and walk and the community and all of our supporters come out and walk. And it was just such a fun event. And we decided to do it again. And so this time what we wanted to do was not only honor children who are being victimized to um, adults who are survivors of abuse. We also wanted to honor all of the hometown heroes that every day work their hearts out on behalf of children in this community. And so we honor them every year with the hometown hero awards. And we're in the process of talking right now about who the hometown heroes should be this year, but we usually have, you know, somewhere between four and six hometown heroes that we recognize.
1: Oh, well, that's awesome. Yeah. Uh, I, I, since last year and and trying to remember pre-covid and what how things worked I, I'd forgotten about those awards but that's that's a, a an awesome opportunity to uh, to recognize folks who have done so much here in our community about that I remember those uh, Andrea walks uh, uh, events and you all just kind of joined in with that and mm-hmm. um so it, it's kind of neat to see that legacy continuing along here even so many years later after uh, Phil Bredesen's uh, no longer in office and things of that nature. So, and of course, his wife was the first lady of Tennessee. Uh, Sharon DeBoer, Katie Enzer joining us here from the Child Advocacy Center today. And uh, again, the uh, the walk April 30th and more details coming. But uh, right now, Katie, what would be the call to action for folks? So um, like sponsorship opportunities and registering, get those T-shirts and all that kind of thing.
2: Certainly, you know, if you have any questions or you just wanna know more about our event, we'd ask for you to call the Child Advocacy Center at 615-867-9000. Please continue to look on our website for upcoming details that we're gonna be presenting. Um, And that's gonna be at cacrutherford.org. You can check us out and see a little bit more about what what we do throughout the year. But if um, you'd like to go ahead and register, um, please do so online. Um, Of course, our Facebook and Instagram is just going to show you some fun that we have throughout the year, as well as, of course, give you opportunities um, to see what and how we go through each and every day at the Child Advocacy Center.
1: Um, As Sharon was speaking just a second ago about the duck races, um, it hasn't been that long ago that someone asked me about... the the duck races and and i told them and i hope i didn't tell them wrong so you can correct me if i did and uh (laughs) the reason that we kind of went away from that was um sharon it was just so unpredictable with the weather and you know whether there was enough water for the ducks to float or whether there was too much water and they would you know float down somewhere toward alabama (laughs)
0: Yes, we were out there every weekend looking at that river to figure out what we were going to do. And the very last one we did was freezing cold. And that was the end of the duck race (laughs) because we had all those volunteers out there. Um, The last year we were in the swimming pool at uh, Sportscom. But we had all those volunteers freezing out there in the water and we just decided that was it we also had a wonderful volunteer Kristen Demas who spearheaded that event and she rolled off the board that year and we didn't feel like we could do it without her because she was such a dynamo
1: uh, let's see what was it uh, the the queen of the ducks or something i remember queen of the quackers queen, uh, quackers. The queen yeah. of the quackers yeah 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 that's it so she's probably going to have that name forever but uh that's awesome. Probably.
2: <laughs> well, she was fabulous yeah, at it
1: yeah and uh you, you know the, the, the events do change and all but i, I remember one year that um the, the the river was so dry it, it, it you yes. couldn't really float them you know <laughs> it so. was
0: terrible that's what i think that was the year that we switched to the swimming pool because we knew the sports swimming pool would always have water so the ducks that year went down the slide at the swimming pool but that meant all those crates of ducks had to be carted up to the top of the swimming pool oh, slide
1: wow yeah
0: so that was tough too on volunteers
1: <laughs> but it was oh, a goodness.
0: fun event we loved it
1: well, just kind of reminiscing over some of those things, but it's hard to uh, it's hard to believe that we've been doing the hometown heroes walk for children for uh, for six years this year, and um, I know that that's uh, always a great opportunity to get out in springtime and uh, looking forward to that. Anything else we need to pass along today?
0: I just want to encourage people that if you know of a child that's being physically or sexually abused, to report that to Department of Children Services. Our child abuse referrals during the COVID nineteen went way down up until Memorial Day and when Memorial Day hit that was it our child abuse referrals went through the roof and we have got about 24 to 25 percent more child abuse referrals right now than we've ever had and I really want to encourage people if you suspect that a child is being abused call and make a report you do not have to know for sure that this is happening you just have to have you know, honest suspicions that you think something's going on. So we really want to encourage people to report because so many children are not safer at home, unfortunately. And
1: yeah, that's that's a good point. And I, I would assume like last week uh, with the snow and ice and everybody home for several days, your your numbers probably were lower than they will be. You probably see a little bump even. I mean, that's just kind of the way it works, isn't it?
0: Yeah, what we're seeing this week is an increase in numbers as kids are getting out and telling people what happened to them during yeah. the snow. That's a sad thing. You know, when I think of snow, I think of building snowmen and snow angels. And unfortunately for kids that are being abused, it, it's often a stressful time in families.
1: Absolutely well i want to thank you both for joining us Uh, again all the information uh, that we talked about today and and just to find out more about the child advocacy center you can go to cacrutherford.org and find that out there and uh, we appreciate you both being with us and uh miss sharon i appreciate it thanks so much
0: we appreciate WG and that you're a community supporter with us in this event this year we really appreciate your support
1: absolutely katie hope you have a, a great day and we'll see you at a basketball game here real soon i'm su- assuming
2: hey absolutely <laughs> that big district tournament's coming up
1: yeah finally after <laughs> we're, we're going to play eight games uh, or eight uh days of basketball in four days so that's going to be fun <laughs> wow
2: well, it's it's all the time. I'm so excited
1: to see you all the time too. Yeah. Well, good. Uh, good to be back at it here this week, and uh, I appreciate you both. Thanks so much. Y'all have a great day.
0: Thank you. Have
1: a great rest of the day. That's uh, Katie Enzer joining us along with uh, Sharon DeBoer from the Child Advocacy Center here on News Radio WGNs, and that's going to do it for our program today. Want to thank you so very much for being a part of it, and we will see you back here next time here on News Radio WGNs. This is a paid legal ad.